thoughts on me I met a strange lady She made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under? A women go and men thunder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take Hello and welcome to Singled Out, Episode 7, Talking Tournaments with People. I'm Andrew, I play Masons. Hello, I'm Mark, and I'm currently trying to decide what guild I'm playing currently. Hello, I'm Martin, I play Butchers, and I'm finishing painting my Hunters. By Butchers, do you mean play Fillets? No, not so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Right, um, I, um, as people are probably aware, we tend to have two sort of styles of podcast. One where we have um, me interviewing someone, and one where we sit down and ramble until we get bored. This is a ramble, this is a ramble one. Um, so um, we're going to ramble today about tournaments we've been to, if we can yeah. remember what they were. Um, so I went to the expo, that was... The weekend just gone. It's currently Thursday. The expo was last weekend. Mark, you went to something recently? I went to Clash of the Guilds on the May Bank holiday weekend on the Saturday, and that was a 32-man five-round event, but there was only 26 players, but it was still five rounds. And Martin? Uh, and I, I went to Vengeance. Yeah, I went to Vengeance, and 119 turned up, which is great. So... We probably won't do a rundown of every single game. Well, certainly, um, I guess Martin won't, because I doubt you can remember them all that well now. I'm because... written down. I can't have, you have you really? You got written down? Oh my! Yeah. Oh blimey! Oh. We've got a professional on missed here. It's like prepared. Look at that. That's mental. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, that's kind of changed my entire idea of the format. Um, so we'll run through the day of the tournament and talk about. Things, you've d- things you did that you could talk about on air and, you know, games and things. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, Mark, you want to promote your tournament series, don't you, afterwards, I think? Yes, ideally, yeah. Awesome. So we'll start, I guess, with the longest tournament away, which was uh, Vengeance, was it? Yeah. Not before Clash? Sure, OK. This is where Martin talks, so we can get uh, put the kettle on. So... <laughs> Yeah, you can, you can get some beers in now, but I'm going talking. Um, yeah, so got there on the Friday. Um, had a demo game against um, Parker from the Battle Hammer. Uh, he was playing all the time. I was playing Phillips and 12 nil him. So just in case he listens to this, just wanted to remind him. Um, and then had lots of beer, which is really good. Uh, but yeah, going to the tournament. So started 9 o'clock on the Saturday. 
Um, first game, so the way the draw happened is everybody was in alphabetical order, so you, you were likely to get a namesake. Uh, I played a chap called Martin Walters. Uh, he brought a Tapper Brewers. Um, he was, I think, I think it was fairly new. Um, not sure if it was his first tournament or you know one of his first tournaments. Um, and I think it was uh, four takeouts and one goal, so it was a twelve-four win. Um, he just didn't really get it get it going, and Philip just did what she does, you know, the usual. Uh, second game was against a chap called Miles Sprakes. Um, he brought a pin bias engineers. I think it was pin bias anyway. Um, it was a twelve-nil to me. Um, again, I think it was a bit of the Phillips Joe. Um, I think I can't remember this score. But I think it was a, um, a two and two. Um, next game was an amazing game. It was against uh, Matt Burns. So I've been chatting to Matt on on Twitter a bit. He's, uh, he's a really good guy. Um, it was such a close game. It was it was uh, Butchers versus Butchers. Um, Ox versus Phillip. Um and basically Phillips just went and ran into his into his melee. And was surrounded pretty much for the entire game while other bits and pieces happened. Uh, and that was a 12-8 victory to me. Um, that game basically came down to the last round and whoever won the activation was pretty much going to win the game. And luckily I won. So, uh, yeah, so credit where credit's due to Matt for a really good game. Um, and the final game on the first day was against uh, Brad Zalad. Um He brought an Estes Brewers. This game and the game against Matt were probably my two favourite games at the at the two days. It was it, again amazingly close. I lost this one eight uh, twelve, uh, really close. Um, I when I saw who I was playing, I had the fear straight away because I obviously knew the name and saw on the rankings he's you know he's a top ten player. Um, but it was brilliant, really good game. Brad's such a such a good good guy, um, and we sort of talked through it and played it played it how we like to play it, which wasn't you know there was no gotchas or anything like that. It was all you know front and center and and just a cool game, really good. So that night, uh, drank far too much beer with the oh dear, disgusting behaviour, Martin. Too much beer. Uh, <laughs> with the, well, with Parker from Battlehammer. Chap called Dries from I think that's how you pronounce the name from uh, Belgium. Uh, Stuart from Paolo Minis. Uh, there was Lee that nicely off uh, off Twitter. Uh, there was Chris. There was Mark. Uh, there's a few of us. That, too many to mention. Uh, we invented a game that night, which I'm not sure you want to beat us out. We called it Bell End. Um, family, uh, family podcast, family podcast. It was called uh, Sevens, and uh, yeah, so we invented that new game. So that went around. That was great. But far too drunk. Can't remember how I got back to the hotel. Woke up in my clothes at seven in the morning with the windows open, lights on, everything. So that was really good preparation for day two. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. So, <laughs> so managed to get myself out of the hotel uh, via the garage for some water. And the first game, and I got there, you know, probably about four to nine when it started. Um, <laughs> first game was against Mark Shepard. Hello. Oh, it was going so well, wasn't it? You say it best when you say nothing, you know. I'm here. Oh, you're here? Oh, good. Is Martin there? Can you hear me, right? Hey, I'm to you. Where, where, where was I? Uh, game against... First game in the morning against Mark something over there. Oh, Mark Shepherd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Shepherd, cracking player. He'd uh, he'd done really well at Leeds a few weeks before. 
uh, from the tournament run by, uh, I think it was Taywood Podcast. And uh, he'd won one in Edinburgh a couple weeks before that, I think. Uh, and he's he's a union union player with black heart. <laughs> I was blind. I could hardly lift my bottle of water. Uh, but <laughs> I lost eight twelve. Um, really good game though. It was really fun. Um, and my my two uh, my eight points were from goals. So I started getting the goals going. Uh, yeah, so I lost that one. Uh, the next one was against uh, a Hammer Masons team. Uh, guy called Cohen. He was from Belgium as well, I think. And this game was was really tough. Uh, I won it twelve two, but that scoreline doesn't really, you know, indicate how close it was. Basically, he had one turn where Hammer should have just vaporised the team, certainly vaporised Philip, um, and he just fluffed all his dice. Fluffed. I think it was six dice rolls, and he hardly hardly touched. it, left on two health, um, and she basically killed Flint, which is always nice. And then scored. So that was won by three goals and a three well three goals and a takeout was just obviously an extra bit of cherry on top. And then my final game was against uh, Chris Tamplin, who I didn't realise was in top <laughs> such a good player in, in the top ten. Um, and he brought <laughs> Esther's Brewers. And now uh, this game was quite ten. It was good. He was such a nice lad, and it was a good game. Finished twelve ten to me, but I think what lost it for him was. Um, wasn't sure how to play against Phillips and did a lot of thinking early on in the game, um, which basically just ran his clock down. So I think it was, I was on eight points um, from a goal and two takeouts, and then he timed out for the last four points, and that finished 12-10. Um, but yeah, I got a first turn goal with Phillips on that one as well, and yeah, just... Awesome, awesome, awesome tournament. Really well run. There was no no issues. The prize support was fantastic. Everyone got a, a goodie bag uh, with some some uh, minis and sweets and uh, gold token and all that kind of stuff. It was it was really good. Um, I finished eleventh overall, which was a massive shock to everybody, including myself. Um, I was the third best butchers player. Uh, on the list, not in you know obviously in skill, and uh, the second uh, best fillet player behind Jack Newton. So um, awesome, really I've, fun. I've got to say that for someone who's who's well, we're all pretty new. Well, Mark's pretty old, but we're all pretty new. If someone who's convinced they're going to go there and lose all the games, it was it was pretty good, right? I mean, um, fair play to you. you yeah, know? Yeah, well it was done. Nose bleed territory. <laughs> when uh, I think it was the third round when I was playing Brad, that was kind of like in the second. The second bit down, you know, as in on the list, so it was, yeah, it was it was definitely nosebleed territory by then, and uh, but it was fantastic, really good, and, and I can't wait for the next one um, next year. But there's a few in between that, so hopefully I'll be a bit more practice against you with Philip next week. And um, yeah, Philip, yeah. <laughs> um, question then, a few Philip questions. Cause obviously, she's a lot of people say how how good she is. Um, although I've only played her sort of, I think once, maybe twice against you, maybe. Um, yeah. So, did you always sort of use Boiler to sort of power up to give to us be sort honest, of defense six? I played the same six every single game. I didn't change it up at all. Um, I took Tenderizer, didn't play him. Uh, I took Rage, didn't play him. So it was the same six of Fillet, Boiler, um, Gutter, Brisket, um, Shank, and the Dog. Um, I really got a lot of good out of Shank this this tournament. It was brilliant. It was. I remember somebody saying he's basically he's just uh, when you've taken somebody out, he's he's the murderer of them when they come back on, and he just did 
that as well. But you know, a lot it was six six points on Philip every turn. She could do you know a goal, a take out and a goal quite easily whenever she wanted. So it was, yeah, it was very. It wasn't one dimensional, but I just played it really really aggressive. So generally, just threw her forwards with um, when she was uh, took, um, uh, what's it called when, when Boyle gives her the extra defence. So she was on sixes for turn one and. Just survivability was amazing, and just yeah, just ran through them like that really. <laughs> but the goals, the goals are brilliant. So I scored. So the first two games of the second day was five goals in two games. So you know, we're not one-dimensional killing machine at all. Well, she's still, you know, she's still got a a fairly a fairly strong kick, and she's she's quick, right? So oh, and that's uh, it exactly. And the dodges round as well. So the the first term goal against Chris was. He pushed Esther's forward a little bit, um, so I just jogged up. Obviously, burnt one on the um, gluttonous mass, uh, and then built up a little bit of. I got the blood rain, uh, sorry, yeah, blood rain, uh, and then dodged around a little bit, and then and, and scored. Even though he had the um, the uh, the card to increase the defence of the goal, but yeah, just managed to squeeze that through, and and just generally moved back from there, and just basically the whole game was in the the right side of the pitch. MLA for the rest of the entire game. So how do people who, pick, pick that kind of thing? But. So how how do people who beat you beat you with Philip? Then what what do they do to what, what do they do that the press didn't do to sort of make her make her lose? I can't. I mean, get the game against Brad was so Brewers are just I, I really struggled against Brewers and having playing three against three of them and that tournament I just felt <laughs> that was going to all go wrong. But Brad was just it was just he just knew his players. Off by heart, and it, again, it came down to quite a tight scoreline, and it was just one of those. You know, it wasn't particularly anything they did wrong or anything they did well. But I mean, when, but when she's on a six, not first turn, and she's on a six defence, then she's not going to die quickly. So yeah, it's more late, later on, and, and that kind of thing. But um, the game against Mark Shepherd, I can't remember. Remember, to be honest, I was um, yeah, I was buzzed. So <laughs> Every time I go to, I go to tournament it's for a weekend, which nowadays isn't very often, and if, if I have a, few, have a few beers, I always wake up in the morning and go, "What the hell have I done? Why, why have I done this to myself?" And then, yeah, then you do it, exactly. you, you do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the next time round. Yeah, it was, good, it was such a good laugh. Though. I mean, I, as I said, I can't remember getting back to the hotel on the Saturday night, but it was. I certainly seen some of the photos on my phone from from that night, and uh, some of the videos we took, and it was just a, a good good giggle. Those hammer guys, um, legends. <laughs> they're going to your um, your team tournament, aren't they, Mark? Yeah, they're bringing two teams currently. Oh, they? They've got like an A team and a B team. Is the way that uh, they were describing it to me at the expo. Although they've asked if we've got another local that can come and play in the team tournament because they've had a drop. So I need to try and find somebody else. So quick moment if you want to come and play in a team tournament (laughs) if you hit me up on twitter at the heroic play i will get you in touch and we'll get you on a team wicked and for being on on a team they'll buy you at least one drink fact i cannot guarantee or deny this but it's probably more than likely (laughs) i said fact now it's true so there we go that's that's the rules it's on podcast history they've got to oblige have they (laughs) exactly i'm afraid so right okay um that's that's vengeance then. Um, it looked pretty good. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully I can go, I can go next year. It looked it looked great. Although I'm kind of torn between going to the going to the sort of the, the um, championship 
or, or the or the convention right now because I, I could probably only do one of them. So whether I should get I should go to a sort of seven round tournament or a convention at the end of the year. I'm not, I'm not really sure because you know mm, both sound good. It, isn't it? I think in some ways the the tournament could be more stressful. Well, stressful if you want to do well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just open drink. You're right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm pretty bad at that sort of thing when I go to get a weekend weekend on tournaments. So um, we're all good at it, I guess. Either way, it's bad. Um, so yeah, maybe. Um, cool. So that's that. Anyway, so the next one is Mark. You Clash went to Clash of the where and when was that? So Clash of the Guilds Two was in Bristol at Bristol Independent Gaming on the Saturday of the Bank Holiday weekend at the end of May. So it was Saturday the 28th, I think that is something like that. Um, we piled round to Andy T's on Friday night, who lives in Solihull, um, had a couple of games and some beers, and then stayed at his, then got up the next morning and drove down the, like, two-odd hours from his down to Bristol. Um, sat on the M5 for a little bit, because it was a bit like a car park, and we had a bit of a moment. Yeah, always is, isn't it, over there? Whether we were going to make it or not, well, that was a bit like, but we got there in the end, that was good. Um, so my first round was against Nathan Talbot who was playing the Union and that was a Blackheart led team um, and I beat him 12-4 um, and I kind of uh, it was it was a good game I was playing Esther's Brewers so I'd taken as my 8 I'd taken Esther's Scum Hooper Friday uh, Spigot, Avarice and Greed, Mash and Stoke were my eight. But Hang pretty on. much no stave. No stave. Wow, that's that's surprising. Why not? Um, I've not really played stave a lot, and I think it's kind of a an obligation that you sort of feel to sink sort of three influence into him to sort of sprint and barrel up, and it's probably not the best use of him. Kind of is my feeling. I've used other players to greater effect generally, and I find he's just a—he's a bit one trick, kind of for me. He is, he is, he, he is one trick. It is a great trick sometimes, but yeah, he does—he yeah, he, yeah, he, he does do one thing. Yeah, he does do one thing. Yeah, it's situationally brilliant. Yeah. Um. So that was the team that I took, and I against him, I played uh, Avarice and Greed. Uh, Friday Spigot and Hooper basically and that was the lineup that I played all day in fairness I probably should have chopped and changed it out but I didn't I don't quite know why um, but yeah I 12 fought him and that was two goals and two takeouts which was my sort of magic number um, then I played a really really close game against Henry Clark who is one of the quite highly ranked fisherman players in the UK um, and that came out 12-10 in the end. Yeah, Henry K is sixth currently. And he's very good, I will say that. I think there was a couple of things that I could have done differently. Um, like in the late game, forgetting to heal Spigot when we were sort of tied for momentum. And I probably should have just given up on the momentum race and healed Spigot so he didn't just get smeared by Corsair as he did do. But... You win some, you lose some, I suppose. Um, then I played Owen Bell, who was playing uh, Ballista Engineers. And he smashed me 12-4. That was quite horrible. Ooh. Yeah. How? What, what happened? 
it was uh, what was it? It was at least one. It must have been two goals and one and two takeouts. Was it sort of bl- blister, rage, compound, that sort of build? It was blister, mainspring, hoist, salvo, gutter, and decimate. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was. It was. He was. He did well. Yeah, like Pat Vance had played him earlier in the day, and had sort of said he'll try and drag you off to one side and push your players off the field. Um, and he didn't really try that. I think his plan was to do that, and he sort of deployed quite far over to one side and kicked the ball to one side to make me go over there. But I used Friday to go and get the ball and then kicked it into my middle and dragged him into the middle. Um, but then it just kind of became a bit of a grind and stuff like that. And I didn't really get as much done as I would have liked, really. Which kind of got bogged down. It was a bit odd. Um, but, yeah, fair play. I felt totally sort of outclassed in that game. It was, But, yeah, it was an enjoyable game, but I didn't really get anything done. Uh, my fourth round was against Simon Drayton playing Morticians and it was uh, Obulus Dirge Graves Gast Mist and Silence Um, and I did two goals two takeouts on that and basically I tooled up Esther's quite early and killed the bird in like the first turn with bombs. Um, yeah, we bombed it. Yeah, basically, I lit it on fire and then blew it up with rough ground. Um, didn't you worry about not getting first next turn by losing the, the momentum from the kill? Uh, I didn't really have any, so no. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I think I ended up having to kick off, so he. Oh, had okay. The ball. Fair enough. Um, and he ran Gast and the bird forward next to each other and I just firebombed the bird to get the bird to death, yeah. Um, which was good. Oh, the, the, those, those fire, those, those, that fire blast and blasted earth that you can kick out can be so good. Yeah, with tooled up it's quite good. Like, it's, it's yeah. quite an early, if they bring their mascot forward, it can make mascot killing quite possible. Especially the bird's got five hit points in defence five, only like one or two hits don't yeah, you, to yeah. finish it off with, with that, yeah. sort of, that sort of cat to play and you can still in, can't you? Um, yeah, or like you can like something like salt it, well, it's probably never going to come forward, but some of them you can do the six damage and then leave it on fire, so then they've got to be careful or it's going to die quite soon after. I know again, I know against um, Esters or Engineers with, uh, with marbles I mean, normally marbles sort of hide sort of, you know, four inches behind behind honour to give an assist or tooled up and with those sort of cats plays in effect you have to play differently because people just find marbles and murder him yeah but we're yeah, just fair enough really <laughs> yeah. yeah kill the monkey <laughs> yeah. I don't blame him um, so that was that game um, and I put out the bird and graves basically and then scored two goals and then the last game was against Richard Alderson, who was playing the Union, but he was playing Veteran Rage Union as opposed to Blackheart Union. And I lost 12-8, um, but I think that maybe could have gone either way if I'd have won some of the initiative rolls 
that were sort of like plus one, minus one either way, and he won both of them, whereas I won neither of them in effect. So do, do you know what I mean? Like, I think if there was... If I'd have won one of them in one turn, then I might have won, or if I'd have won both of them as opposed to him within either of them. You know, when it's that kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I did anything wrong per se in the game. I think it was more just sort of a... a, a kind of a look of the draw maybe a little bit in that one but yeah I enjoyed all of my games and I played good opponents all the way through I didn't feel like I was clubbing baby seals which was good so it's a good start isn't it mm. it's kind of made me reevaluate my feelings around whether I want to continue playing Brewers because one of like well, there was three of us that went down and in the car on the way back they were like why aren't you just playing Alchemist because I tend to enjoy playing Alchemist a bit more, and although I seem to do well with Brewers, I don't know whether it's as fun as playing Alchemist in some respects. So they're what I'm rebasing and repainting at the moment to have another crack at them. With Smoke? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Smoke. We played a game on Sunday with her when we got back from the tournament, and I lost 12-11 with her, which was good. I played her twice recently, just to some pick up pick up games, and um, she's very good. Yeah, she's got some really really good non-lateral movement. Like she can come from say point A, go to B and C, and sort of move in a V shape quite happily. Like go all the way around the fight, which is quite interesting. Being able to smoke bomb, um, so Vitriol hasn't got to. It's pretty handy. It gives, it gives, it gives her another attack, yeah. and she, often she wants to do four attacks to dish out, you know, to dish out sort of twelve damage. And um, I think the main problem with 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 her is that she kind of needs her team to be around her to sort of, you know, to get the most out of the momentum and everything else. But she's pretty cool, and I think I think she plays like the alchemists that you know people wanted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's very much the captain that. Not that should have been in season one, but the the captain that people were expecting in season one, I think. Yeah, With I think the so. Way that the yeah. guild was sort of pitched. I think it's the captain that people were expect. She plays how the people were expecting the guild to play. She's very much about the AOEs, but I think it's very easy to get hung up on conditions. And having the first time I played her, I was like placing. I think I played like with Hemlock and Calculus and. Stuff and then Venin and somebody else, and you're like constantly placing all of these AOEs, and it isn't guaranteed to win you the game. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a it, you need to still be playing. I think what you want to do is you want to be playing for your two goals, your two takeouts, and the conditions help you get those two takeouts because while Vitriol is good at dealing like. 9 or 12 damage a game what you want to do be doing with her is to look for a goal early and then when the conditions have done those like 4 or 6 points of damage to people then her doing one turn of charging somebody and then buying two attacks and doing that 9 damage is that player dead and your opponent's a bit like oh didn't expect that well, You've got... do you think she's got a uh, quite a steep learning curve or um I think getting used to her movement shenanigans has because she's got a lot of like what I've been doing is when I've been I've been trying uh, 
use her movement to, uh, to like the extreme of it so i've been doing a lot of like proxy basing and seeing how much shenanigans you can get out of her and how much non-lateral movement and i think using her to get the most out of her on her own and getting the most out of her movement has probably got quite a steep learning curve but i think playing her in a team isn't that difficult i think it's I think her team for me is quite simple because everybody kind of does their own thing and she I think getting used to her is the most difficult really. She's um she's so different to to, yeah. to Midas, I guess. Um but I think I think some of the some of the, the shenanigans you can do are amazing. I mean, you know, she can do goal threats out of nowhere, she can she can yeah. damage things and everything else. It's um yeah, I think Midas is like the king of straight line, is the way I would describe it. So, like, Midas will charge forward and then will push Dodge's way to get to goal threat and then score from there. Whereas Smoke's more likely to sprint and then lob a smoke bomb and then teleport and then be in goal threat. And that can have been in, like, a zigzag kind of around players to get there, maybe with an attack by in, like, a dodge or two to just get that little bit of distance. Um, Alchemist. I mean, Alchemist was the first team that I bought and I played them for a little bit and then realised I didn't quite like the way they were, they were working at the time. Yeah. This is obviously, well, you know, um, season one only. Um, and it's probably because now I'm on, in sort of Mason's mindset but um, their playbooks are just so weird. You look at half of them and you go, what do I even do with these things? Yeah, they are a little bit. I think Vitriol's got like the nicest playbook, probably, that fits uh, yeah, I think suite so. of yeah. abilities. Um, I think people like Calculus and uh, Mercury have got very odd playbooks. Yeah, those playbooks they have, I mean, I mean, they guess odd. I mean, I, I guess they are redesigned for play for attacking things up close anyway, to to a large degree. Uh, although maybe someone who's better alchemist will, will argue with me the otherwise. But I mean, looking at looking at calculus, I mean, she's got what she's got a, a one inch momentous push and damage on on two hits and a push dodge on three, but she's attack, she's attack four. So I guess at least with at least with, at least with Mercury, he's got like a tackle of one. Yeah, Mercury's clearly a football player, but he doesn't have. He's four six, isn't he? As well, kick. Yeah, yeah, he's like smoke. He's he's quite good in that respect. Um, yeah, I mean, he's got a one. He's the same on two successes. He's got a momentous one damage and a one inch push, um, and they're both tack four, which is bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think suboptimal is probably a a, a polite way of putting. Oh yes, yeah. sorry, sorry, I, I, I forgot. That there, there's no hate in this podcast, is there? It's all positivity. <laughs> no hate. Uh, I should remember that thing. It was my rule. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I think I quite like Mercury now. I think, um, I mean, Flamejet, for example, Flame, when I used him bri- briefly, Flamejet is, gem- is generally speaking, Flamejet generally speaking isn't great, except sometimes near the end of the game. You want to just zap someone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's quite good for killing players that return. Yeah, you can just ping him off, can't you? That's not me, yeah. by the way. No, it's my dog barking there <laughs> as a second, and I'll shout at. Um. So yeah, I think um, 
I'll be interested to see what you know um, how you do how you do with them, um, and certainly how some of the se- how how some of the um, season two stuff works. You know whether you know, for example, veteran catalyst is, is he looks he looks awesome, but I'm not sure yeah. whether he looks awesome because he's cool or awesome because he's good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how how he works because he's quite fragile. But um, obviously, he could do some pretty, pretty cool things with them. I don't think he is fragile at all. I think he, I think he's still going to have the best part of, like, I think it's probably two, maybe three turns before he's engaged in people. So at that point, he's still got seventeen hits left, and you can still heal him. So he could be sort of around the twenty-one mark. I think he's still, he's going to hit somebody like a, a, a freight train basically, and hopefully, you'll use that heroic and that all. I think he's very much a late game piece that ends the game for you is what mm-hmm. I'll see him doing is you'll do your bit of condition damage and then Vitriol will go in probably and, to- and wither somebody down a bit and then he'll just plough in and that'll be the end of it and then you uh, being able to pop your, min- your your sort of legendary to to basically end the game on a take out yeah that could, that could be really good I think yeah because I think alchemists are quite capable of scoring two goals quite early in the game absolutely um, yeah absolutely yeah. and using the the heroic to just get those extra two VPs to put you on four would sort of maybe catch an opponent out where they're expecting sort of a oh he's got to kill two players or score another goal now and then all of a sudden you're like bam killed a player that's game and they're like oh shit oh <laughs> I have not yet been able to work out how to add bleep to spot to, to audacity. I've not had to try it. E- even Steve Newton didn't swear more than once <laughs> on this thing. Well, I've only oh, sworn once Jim... so far. I can swear more if you no, want. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, 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 you. Do, fi- uh, do you think the snake will get the new mascot? Will get a look in in your team, or you stick to uh, to flask? I think hypnosis is going to be glorious. Also, it's going to make the snake like ed- public enemy number one because the first time like you put hypnosis on somebody, they're going to be like, "Huh, that's cute," and then they're just going to be like, "I'm going to murder that snake now." But <laughs> it is quite hard to kill at the same time. Also, to be fair, he has reach and um, unpredictable movement and, and death five. And having ha- having reach just to sort of pop a pop a you know an assist in, then sort of snake away because he's got yeah. you know that's not bad. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it'll. I think the combination of him and Venin are going to be very interesting. It's going to be lovely. So yeah, yeah it's a bit, a bit bit weird that house sort of. Um... I think I'm looking forward to playing it definitely. Yeah, it'd be nice to see. It'd be nice to see that. Um, so that's that's. I guess it's my turn, isn't it, to talk about yes, my yes. my Sorry, tournament? Hold on a bit too much. Yeah, well. Did you say how you finished in the tournament? Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, how did you do? Oh, I finished like fifteenth. I lost two and won three, so I did terrible. Let's move on. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> you had to ask him, Martin, didn't you? You had to tear off that band aid, didn't you? <laughs> Moving on, come on. So um, the weekend just gone. I went to the expo. It is a. Um, a three-day event at the NEC, which, if you don't know what that is, if you're a foreigner, it's a very, very large conference sort of centre place in Birmingham. It's it's big. Basically, it's got sort of 10, 15 halls, each one the size of, well, the size of an aircraft hangar, I guess. It's pretty big. And so the expo is a board games and miniature games and card games sort of event, 
which has been going on for a while now, and it's, it's moved to one well, main halls. I mean, they, they said in the email recently they had 13,000 people there. Um, wow, that was busy. Yeah, I mean, um, the hotel where the tournaments were was used to base, uh, this year, was used as the expo last year. Yeah, and, um, and it has been in previous years. Previous yeah, years but I mean, been in the in the Hilton Metropole, but they've obviously got to a point now where it's where they have a hall for all of the traders, and, and that place a, isn't a small. Area. I mean, that place is not, and that was used to basically the overflow. Yeah, uh, it was it was so the Friday went there with the family and we played some demo games and sort of went walked around and looked at all the pretty things. And the Saturday Friday, was I worked on the Steamforge stall all day, demoed a lot of Guild Ball. I saw you. You're working hard, yeah. like a trooper. I played my first demo game of Dark Souls. <laughs> um, I got the boss down to one health, and then died. Good times. It was, it was good. It was good. It was, it was good seeing the, the guys doing the demos there because it was obviously ultimately there. Um, they're just playing the deck, deck, the deck of cards, so they haven't got any real tactics. But the glee, they, the glee they had when um, they were murdering players was. Have you, you, know, have you backed the Kickstarter? Or? I backed it. On the uh, sort of about a minute into it starting uh, on early yeah. bird, and then ran out of money and <laughs> bought out. Um, <laughs> but and uh, I, I was hovering around the iPad the past three days, going, I can probably afford it now. Um, Is it still the late? To- yeah, it's five pound more expensive, so I might I might go for it again. Um, I would suggest doing it. It seems well worth it. Like I haven't backed it, but one of the locals has backed it, so I don't. Need it looks to in really that respect. good. Yeah. Like we can play it. At, there's like two of the people that I play with regularly um, have got it, so I can go and play it at their house whenever. I love I, I love co-op games and yeah, I love Dark yeah. Souls, so it's kind of a good. The model count for eighty quid is ridiculous. It's, isn't it? yeah, I mean, oh, the, the value is absolutely insane, and certainly you're getting well over two hundred quid worth of stuff now. Yeah. So if if you haven't backed it yet, I recommend you do because it looks it looks superb. Um, Do we know how long the the late back? Uh, they weren't they time. weren't very precise, but they were saying they were in no rush because they're they're still doing very well out of it. So, <laughs> and um, obviously, you know, it was, it was good seeing the people there doing, giving demos. And um, even though, of course, they were just a deck of cards, they were enjoying it because if anything else, the pundits were playing it fairly, and they weren't sort of rearranging re- 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 the deck to kill noobs at all, were they, Mark? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so that was my Friday. Um, on the Saturday, Saturday, it was a tournament. So it was a 16-man tournament run by Jamie, Jamie Perkins. Um, you know, who's the head playtester for Steamforged. Um, I'm surprised if it's only, only 16, because when they're going for 32. Right? It was 32, but they changed the numbers. I don't know why. I don't, I'm not sure about how that, how that worked out, really. Either, either way, it was, it was 16. Um, and so I went there bright and early, first thing. To a very empty, large, very large ballroom, sort of 400 tables or so, um, and played four rounds against um, four lovely opponents. I must admit that, that you know everyone I played against the Met was was an absolute star. It was it was a good day. Um, my first game was against um, Jim, who played Brewers. Um, although looking at the um, looking at the um, rankings here. There's no, there's no Jim, but there's a, there's a James, so presumably that's him. Uh, he was playing Brewers, and I received the ball, and I proceeded to um, give Flint a super strategy, and scored a goal, and then in turn two, I scored another goal. He then scored a counter goal with uh, Friday. I then collected the ball with with a, with a honour, 
she passed to Flint and he scored a snapshot and that was a game uh, that was t- <laughs> that was 12-4 took 10 minutes good times that's brutal <laughs> that isn't it he was a lovely guy he had Haribo it was um, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was good fun um, for both of us I'd like to think it, it was nice Lo- lovely guy and um, I think we, I think we all learned something from that game mm-hmm. that was game one game two was against um, Dan Cates who was a um, mortician's player and that was that was a complete opposite it was um, a very very long game it went to time the final score was 12-7 to me um, because both of us clocked out right um, and so effectively first of all um, he received the ball I'm sure I remember he, he, he received the ball and he was quite cagey with the ball with Obulus holding it I used to put strategy on Flint to move up to Obulus then he's where to go to get the ball off Obulus and then kick towards the goal but then missed the goal um, because he had a lot of goal defence I thought I'd give it a try um, and then basically a fight happened in the middle of the board for quite a long time and it was very back and forth there was takeouts on both sides it was quite close Flint was taken out um, soon after unsurprisingly really and mm-hmm. the big fight emerged and finally at the end of it Flint came, Flint came back on the pitch and was able to sort of tackle Obulus um, get the ball off him and score a goal to make me 11-7 up and then on his turn he couldn't score any more VP and he lost on time Right. it was really 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 close the thing was that game t- took forever and the hall was boiling hot so it was a long game everyone else had finished and um, you know it was then sort of 10 minutes before our next game oh no <laughs> it, was, it was brutal yeah. but the, the guy was lovely and it was, it was a really clean game and um, you know it was even when we were stressed it was with, with time it was it was really good and we both both of us made occasional mistakes and you know we were both uh, very good about you know being good gamesmen about it which is nice to see and it was very helpful that um, Jamie was there at the end to use the, the, the clock for us because when it comes to one minute activations things get fast and I think it's helpful to have <laughs> somebody else there because you know through no fault of your own if you start being fast things can happen and you get a bit sloppy so it, it was good to have someone there to sort of be a guiding hand on the clock because we couldn't remember our own names by the end of the, the game um, yeah, it's a bit grim when you get down to your one minute activations really yeah and, and the game could have, got, could, have gone, could have gone either way and like there was different turns one turn I had like plus two momentum I lost I lost the initiative the next turn he had more me- he had momentum he lost the initiative and so it was just it was really back and forth and it could have very easily ended, ended with me being smashed rather than me winning so it was really close uh, so that was two wins uh, third game was against uh, Roy Caldwell who had um, a butchers. Uh, butchers team yeah um, lovely guy he won best painted for his um for his uh, goal token, it was like a, it was like a little uh, sort of barbecue which lit up. That's really <laughs> oh, cool. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was awesome. Lovely, lovely guy. Um, I don't think he he was particularly experienced playing against Masons. Um, uh, so I, 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 I showed him what Counter Charge did, um, and um, what what Flint, what Flynn did, <laughs> and that was twelve two to me. Um, and. I was kind of pleased it was a fairly short game because after the game before I was ready to burst into tears um, by, by, by this point uh, that sort of 400 sort of table sort of empty ballroom was literally full of people there was no seats left people were waiting around not just tournaments there was a drop zone commander tournament nearby and other ones as well 
that there's also Heroclix there, and there's a lot, a lot, hundreds of sort of tables by people just playing board games. We can make the temperature in there reached approximately the sun. Right. It's about it's, it's about <laughs> six thousand degrees Celsius in there. Um, mm-hmm, and so yeah, so I was I was just chugging water back, and I went to play the, the final uh, against Pat Vance, who is second in the world right now. Um, I played him once before a long time ago uh, in War Machine, where he played Legion and utterly ruined me. Uh, he didn't remember it, but I certainly did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, lovely guy, lovely guy. Um, I, I would like to say he outplayed me, but that probably isn't true. Not because he wasn't very good, because he was amazing, but because I, I, I made so, I made so many mistakes myself in that game. I think I didn't really give him my best my best performance. I think right. I think the, thing, the temperature didn't help, and also this is my second final I've got to, and. In other systems, oh, I've got I'm, a bit I'm, of strange for it. Uh, a bit in, in other systems, I've never got to final tables before, and I yeah. think I just I turned into a bit of a jibbering idiot. Um, <laughs> especially when sort of you know Jamie was sitting there watching the game occasionally, and I thought he's just looking at it with his compu- computer brain, working out what we're doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what his, that's what I thought anyway. We haven't blamed your dice yet. <laughs> oh no, no, the dice, dice. I would never do that. Um, <laughs> Um, so basically, you know, he um, he kicked off. He scored a goal with brisket fairly early in the turn. I used superior strategy on Flint and counter scored. He then passed across to Avarice, who sort of held the ball for most of the game. We had a fight, but I just forgot a lot of things. I mean, for example, he moved brisket forward to kill uh, Greed. Again, crazy mistake. I've never had Greed kill before ever. And, you know, I just left Greed too close to Brisket, which is basically my own fault, right? Because you pop him out, so you can move him where you want, you can move him four inches away. There's no way he should have been within a threat of Brisket. Mm-hmm. So she charged in to, bris- to, 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 um, to um, Greed and killed him to get put himself on 6-4. And then, like, you know, my sort of adult brain saw Brisket, saw the monkey, saw Honor, thought, I could do this. Um... <laughs> I moved um, moved the monkey um, tooled up Honor moved the monkey to base Brisket she sat there and then moved Honor across to, to to Brisket and he went what did he go what did he say unpredictable move man. yes he did and, and he like, went uh... I went oh I forgot about that um, he, he moved away <laughs> yeah Muppet I know ridiculous I shouldn't be saying this on a podcast um, and then I used quick time to base him again, but then he used he counterattacked me and did dodge away because before that, that version before that, he used thousand cuts on honor to drop a defense down. So getting sort of the hits, you get dodge away from away from honor was really easy. And honor just sat there on some more influence, going, "Oh, well, that was bad." Oh. And in, in reality, I could have. I mean, he says he said afterwards. I mean, I can't remember this for certain, but but um, but Pat said that. Honor was within charge range of Shank, and I should have taken Shank out. And I just didn't see it, which is ridiculous because obviously Shank is so easy to kill. Yeah. Because, well, Brisket's quite tanky, really, and Shank's what four zero. Honor could have schooled him. Yeah. Absolutely schooled him, and taking Shank out is great anyway. Also, it meant it would have pulled the fight towards the right flank rather than the left, where everything else was, um, which would have be, been good for me because uh, it would have broken up his sort of ball of, you know butchers because you know they're, they're all within four inches of ox um, so I lost that 
that fight, and then basically from there he took me apart. Um, so it was my, my best performance. I've played better than that before, and he he made you know literally no mistakes at all. Um, so that game was that game was twelve four to him. Uh, because of that, basically, I I came fourth uh, after getting the top table because you know I'm not bitter about it at all. Um, um, I, I I told him. Um, I told Jay Clare, who was um, who was also equal to me on wins at the time, that if he came if he came second, and I came fourth. I'd set his house on fire. <laughs> um, so That's polite. Yeah. So soon to find out where he lives. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, he's a lovely guy, and he's a Mason's player as well, so he'll he'll understand. Uh, of course, now if his house actually does go on fire, I'm doomed, really, aren't I? Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> it was a good day, and. It, you know, it, it, it was it was my game to lose. It was you know a sort of snatched defeat away. Even if I wasn't going to win, which to be honest was unlikely. Pat's a very good player. I think I could have done second or third, um, but not fourth. But there we go. It was it was good. And I've, I've learned things like I've learned stats. For, 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 I've learned stats for players that I already knew. Um, but it was great. It was a good day. Um, so I think I've learned from there. I mean, I haven't played against Butch as much recently. Recently, you know, Martin, you've been sort of dodging me or playing at other games. Um, so I, I haven't played Butch as much really at all. So I think we need, need some more practice against them really. Um, yeah, we've got a game on Wednesday, haven't we? So we can do yeah, yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good to play that again. Um, and then Sunday was um, I was I was a pundit and I was doing demo games of Gibble all day. Yeah, it, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. I did Dark Souls demos on Sunday instead of Guild Ball like I'd done Friday on Saturday. It was good. So I spent most of Friday and most of Saturday demoing Guild Ball, and then Sunday was Dark Souls predominantly for me. I'll tell you one thing, it was surprising, because, I mean, it was my first day giving demos at a big sort of convention, and mm. I only had one player, I think, who actually played much in the way of war games before. Virtually everyone I had demos before was a non-war gamer. Yeah, I think Expo seems predominantly moving towards a board game thing, so mm. for people to be miniature I think gamers so, yeah. is slightly more rare there now. It was hard, because like, some things they, some things war gamers do, sort of, you know, like measuring and how... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People asking questions like, do I mention front to back or front to front? It's like, oh, you know, the sort of things you don't think about very much. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was interesting. Um, but so when I, 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 one player came up to me and goes, you know, I play War Machine. It's like, oh, thank goodness for that. <laughs> it's going to be an easy yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it was really good. And, it, you know, it, it was real. It's a really good way of getting yourself psyched out about the game, right? Talking about it all day. It was really nice. Mm. And the, st- the staff Did there anyone, were. Um, anyone buy into it after your demos? Um, it was weird, like, cause, I mean, it was, it was like it was like being a salesman, right? Because you sort of do the demo and then sort of oh, go, yeah. oh, let's look, let's look at the guilds. I took them to the yeah. guilds and showed them all the racks of stuff. Um, I think quite a few of them walked away with sort of um, flies in their hands um, oh. and everything else. So hopefully, hopefully we've planted some more seeds there. Uh, from what I've heard, the expo is not a great place for full game sales, um, mm. but hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm back. You're right there. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, it, 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 it was good. It was good, and um, I've, so, so going from that one, really, I mean, I've realised. I mean that that entire tournament. I, I've mentioned my team, haven't I? I had Honor, Marbles, Brick, Avers and Greed, Mallet, Chisel, Decimate, Flint, and basically all four games. I used the exact same team, so I didn't use Chisel or Decimate once. I used Brick, Avers and Greed, uh, Mallet, and Flint. Um, Fair play. It was pretty good, although <sighs> Brick's weird, right? P- Brick's 
a real control piece and he mm. sort of sits there he's very very good but he doesn't get his counter charge off very often but that's not really the point is it because he's there to no it's, sort of it's making it. people think about countering the counter charge in effect yeah but seems my seems my the way I win games is through a lot of goal threat and maybe a take out near the end with honour mm. um, the problem that that team has with Averson Greed and Brick and Mallet and uh, Flint is that uh, getting the ball back first third can be an issue a bad, a bad kick for you can mean the ball can be very hard to get back yeah yeah also if someone like Flint's taken out um, you've got to resort to violence yeah and to be honest Brick isn't great at violence I mean, Avarice is pretty good but yeah Avarice is pretty good um, what but, I would suggest in that terms is decimate is well good. that leads me to what I was about to say actually um, yeah so I played I played on um, Wednesday against Tom Fretwell um, I played um, against his his morticians I, I, I took Brick out for the first time in literally ever and put a decimate and the idea was to decimate to be a good ball retriever um, I wasn't going to probably go with the, the Mallet Missile because I don't think it's like that good yeah. some people, but basically just there as a flexible piece and yeah it was pretty good I mean um, the main thing I used it for near the end she went to get the, ball, get the ball back off someone but um, like turn two um, Honor was pu- uh, hit by Puppet Master and, mo- and she made to just run back run away from the fight just miles away mm. and so Decimate used second wind on Honor and then Honor used um, Super Attraction on herself yeah, and then move six, and then move six, and then move six, and move six with second wind, and go right into the fray again. Yeah, and otherwise she'd have been out for a turn. So it was, yeah. it was pretty powerful. So I've always been quite quite down on, on Decimate because she's she's quite hungry for influence. She's one of my players that I quite like putting in an alchemist team. Mm. She's really momentum, good yeah. She reliably generates momentum. Yeah, per hit, isn't it? Every hit. I, yeah, and she's got what I call the Holy Grail of Guild Ball, which is a tackle and a double dodge, because that is glorious. That is on. That is amazing when uh, when it pulls off, isn't it? It's great. Yeah. Um, it's very good for her to sort of charge somebody, tackle, double dodge their ball carrier, take the ball, leave melee, bounce into somebody else, buy an attack, bounce off them, kick in, score a goal. Glorious. Yeah, she's fast, and I don't think every every turn she'll set the world on fire. But I think as a sort of a sort of ace, most of my goals are through Flint and Honor scores a fair few. But I think yeah. having Decimate as a sort of a sort of second line striker slash, basically she's she's okay at attacking and okay at scoring goals compared to Flint and everyone else. So I think she'll do as a sort of a second line. It means it means no brick, but to be honest, I think you know you have to put up with that. I think. She's good as well. What I found is if you've killed a player already and somebody else and they bring them back on on she like one them. icy sponge, she can quite happily just go and murder them again. And yeah, she's fast, those. isn't she? She's got 10 inches, yeah, hasn't she? she's very good at like bullying people back off the pitch when they come back on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, 4-1, if, if you engage with someone, 4-1 is, is pretty good. Yeah. As stats go. Um and her having anatomical precision is good as well, and then it makes the rest of the field fragile. Yeah, it, it's, it's such a huge difference, isn't it, to how yeah. things work out? It's a huge difference, it really is. Um, although I still, I'm still tempted to go for Brick in some matchups, I think. I mean, um, yeah, I wouldn't take charge... him out. No, I wouldn't I take him out on eight, yeah. certainly not. Uh, threatening that kind of charge against some. I mean, for example, I mean, in some ways, against, against Butchers with Phillip. Maybe, but then again, if Philip barrels in on defence six, the chances are Brick won't really knock her back anyway. Much. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the lineup. So, um, the thing is, with the, th- the team I've got, you know, I'm, I'm living on her so much still with how versatile she is and how dodgy she is and how quick time is so powerful at getting around things when I remember it and how many goals she can score. I guess I've tried Hammer once and I really like him, but it's hard to give up, give up what I'm going to do. Um, in a turn, she can just do what she wants. Yeah. Right. Um, yes. Tournament's done. Not too much work. I think that's been pretty good. We're at an hour and thirteen minutes, but that half of that us talking off air about other stuff. So, yeah. Um, okay. So you want to talk about yourself, Mark? Uh, not myself. Some events that I'm <laughs> running. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a big so difference bang. about yeah me talking about me and me talking about some events I'm running. <laughs> so um, I'm doing what's called the Midlands Challenge Series, which isn't for people that live in the Midlands only. It's a series of events based in the Midlands. I got that inquiry on the forums earlier this week. Was I don't live in the Midlands because I still <laughs> yes, show yes, passports to <laughs> If you look at like there's the round three, which is in Hinkley, we've got like a bunch of the Battle Hammer come into that, which will be great as well. When's um, that one? That is yeah, the fifteenth of October. Isn't that quite near the um, championships? It's yeah, the weekend yeah. after. Okay. Which I can understand is bad for people probably who try to get two passes in one weekend, but we're almost full on that one anyway. There's only like four tickets left on that one. Yeah, um, anyway. I need to uh, ask Nick about that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've got four events that I'm running. One in August, which is the 13th of August in Warsaw at Asgard Games. Um, which is a really nice venue. I popped out and saw the owner, Vince, there a little while ago and did some demos for them. Um, and then we've got the second one is at Shadow Games in Rugby, which is, again, quite a nice venue. Um, and then the next one after that, which is round three, which is the 15th of October, is at Hinkley in Black Dragon Miniatures. And then the final one is Young's Hobbies in Coventry, which is the 19th of uh, November. Effectively, what I'm trying to do is just create a series of events that, if it takes off and it does well this year, that I will try and run them in the same four months next year. And then effectively what we'll do is we'll have, or maybe what I'll do is I'll roll it forward a little bit so we don't clash with, um, or we're not in the same month as the UK Nationals and the SteamCon if they end up being October and November each year. So effectively have it as a calendar event each year that people can come to, and there's four events and then a final. If you're in the top four of an event, you will be invited and guaranteed a place in the final. Ooh. And if you win one of the heats, so if you win any of the four rounds, you will be guaranteed a place in the final. And we'll get a free ticket to the final as well. I'll try and go to one of those. Maybe, maybe the one in Hinkley, so I can get a free lift of, of Martin. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. fair play. Yeah, that'd be really good. Um, so, how much are they? They are ten pounds each. Um, so it's ten pounds a ticket. It's all on tiebreak. If you go to theheroicplay.com, currently the first post that you will see is one about the Midlands Challenge series, which has got a little bit of blurb about it. Then it tells you the details of the. Uh, what format it will be, which will be regional cut, because ideally if any of the tournaments get to 16 players, we'll apply for sanctioning. 
even if we don't, I'm going to be organising some fairly decent prize support for each one. So providing each event gets to 10 players, which will enable us to run each event, um, we'll be looking at putting on prize support of £20 store credit at the store that it's held at for first place, £15 store credit for second place, third place will be £10 store credit, there'll be £10 store credit for best goal and £10 store credit for best painted and then the last place will be an actual heroic play wooden spoon which will have our logo on it mid top probably or maybe just a skill ball symbol it's to be decided yet but it'll be a wooden spoon and it'll be nice they're quality wooden spoons um, <laughs> is what I will say um, all of the links are in that post on theheroicplay.com so you can click on round one and that will take you to the leg at Asgard Games. Round two takes you to the one at Shadow Games. Round three to the one at Black Dragon Miniatures. And round four, which is the one at Young's Hobbies in Coventry. Um, below that, we've got the details of all the player packs so you can see the full address venues and everything like that. And then, yeah, that's all of the details of there. Um, so hopefully... Uh, people will book and all four events will happen and then we'll invite people to the final which is penciled in for I think I've penciled it in for the first weekend in December but I'm just going to talk randomly and slowly while I get onto the thing quick modern sing pad 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 yeah while I uh uh, pad and find the. I'm, 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 I've got. Hang on, hang on, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on, pa- pa- we'll, we'll, hang on. You padding it? You ready? Ready? Uh, keep going, keep going, keep going. Third of December is when it's penciled in for. There we go. <laughs> okay. Third December. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's when the finals penciled in for at the moment, but yeah. Any ideas on where you're going to hold that, or is it one of those four? At maybe? the moment, it may well be in Young's Hobbies in Coventry because um, Scott has been very, very helpful with us uh, for bits and bobs. So we'll probably go with Young's in Coventry, which is the same as the round four venue. Is that in the arcade? It um... is in. Uh, the lower precinct, yes. Yeah, is that where the... Um, oh, it used to be a different, game, a different game store there, didn't they, a while ago? It used ago. to be Bishop Games. Oh, I remember that place. Ago, oh, when it I was used at, to be, yeah. and before that it was something else. But I can't yeah, it when, when I was at university, I used to go there. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, Coventry. That's a while ago, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is now. 13, 13, 13 years ago. That can't be right. God, it is... God, more than that since started it. Getting old. Um, okay, um, do we have anything else useful to, useful to say at all? Um, no. no. Martin? No, no, no. No? No, I'm good. Okay, oh, we have a singled out email. Actually, we've had it for literally since I started doing this podcast, but I forgot to mention it. Um, if you want to email um, the podcast... Uh, you can email us at singledoutradio.gb at gmail.com. Um, I realised I set the email account up a long time ago, and I've got no emails ever, because no one's ever used it, because I haven't told anyone about it. Oh, um, sad times. Yeah, um, so obviously I've no friends on, on email at all. Um, also, you can follow me, Andrew, at singledout_gb. 
I'm Mark. You can follow me on Twitter at the Heroic Play and via the website, which is theheroicplay.com. And you can send nudes to me at at WAPMart. I'll be careful about saying that, mate, because you know. Yeah, I'm hoping the battle hasn't listening. Really? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good. (laughs) What happens at Vengeance stays at Vengeance. Clearly. Right, well, uh, we understand what those videos were from what made you smile on that Sunday morning. I'm sorry, I'll send them over. Don't. I'm, 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 I'm all right. <laughs> okay, so that's it. So uh, thank you, Internet Land. Bye. Bye. On a hippie trail head full of zombies I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, do you come from a land down under? Hello? 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 Hello and welcome to... to, (laughs) Stupid thing. One day I'll learn to speak properly. Hello, hello, hello. (coughs) Hello and welcome to Singled Out, Episode 7. Talking tournaments with... People. Hello and welcome to Singled Out, episode seven. Uh, we, well, first of all, we need to talk about theme tunes here. This is very, this is very important. Okay. I, I, I'm running out of I'm running out of songs to play here. Why don't you pick some good music for a change and then you I beg your run I beg your pardon. <laughs> I play some Safety Dance as a legit song. <laughs> what about uh, what about Arnie uh, film? Oh, oh, that's a good idea. I could do some of that. I could probably it's go some. Yeah, I could do some of those. Uh, do Predator for this one. Uh, what the, is, is the first song or the second song? Cause I've, I've got a full swing to play to make um, um, the full set, I think. Um, yeah. Although, uh, who, who cares who wins have claimed that uh, have claimed the bullseye is theirs. So I could, could plan can plan that, but I don't think I want to raise the raise the um, raise the vengeance of the Northerners because I might come and come mm. find me and glass me. <laughs> um, hey, you're six and a half foot. Nothing's gonna happen. You're right. I'm six. I'm, I'm six. I'm six five. It's a full inch there. You see. Yeah. <laughs> so I met. Um, so you know, I, I don't know what my expectation of people was, but. Um, Chris Rutter is a lot bigger than I expected him to be. I didn't talk to the guy because it was basically your day, but he, he is basically a mountain, isn't he? He's just a like mountain. a giant, isn't he? I didn't talk to him because I was too scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he is, he's a big lad. Like, I don't know why, but I just kind of expected him to be not nearly six and a half foot or whatever he is. I don't know. 
I suppose you don't expect people to be... I'll tell you one thing, it was so funny seeing those three guys doing the demo Hello, games of Dark Souls. Me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. No. Oh, for God's sakes. Oh, God. Mark! Can you hear me? Step away from the light. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> oh, every to every recording. Professional operation. Arnie films are good there, but what 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 what, what the hell the, the hell put the predator theme to you? What is it, predator? <laughs> can't doing it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can sample that. <laughs> what right. happened then? Hang on. We were singing predator theme Hello? tune. I don't know what happened. I just got kicked off, basically. Can you hear that? I can hear. Can you hear what? That. Oh, I can now. Yeah. Yeah. I can now. Uh, it's a bit quiet. Do oh, sing, sing, sing an Arnie theme tune. Hey. Can you sing an Arnie theme tune? I don't know it. How about Tomato <laughs> Two? Do 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 do. Oh, Tomato 2 is a, le <laughs> it's a great film. That was legit. Oh, so, that film was so good. Even now it looks good.